Welcome back to the Creative Visibility Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Schuford, and this episode is actually brought to you by an, a class that I offer that is actually going to help so many of you in what I'm talking about today on the podcast. Networking. So many of us are so stuck in how to talk to people. Not only just how to talk to people when we meet them in person, how to talk to people online, how to have conversations with people we want to know, how to stay in touch with the people we used to know. What do we say? I must get this question so many times when I'm encouraging my clients to reach out and connect. Understanding that there's networking, which has like a really icky feeling for so many people is really just about building relationships. Understanding that building relationships really requires six different types of recipes. So I gathered all of these things into a cookbook. I call it the How to Talk Shop Cookbook. And this course, it's a mini course, I'm offering to you as a listener for a discounted rate. So if you go to howtotalkshop.com or you click the link in the description of the show notes here, you're going to be directed to a page where you'll learn a little bit more about how to talk shop and you can read some testimonials of what people have gained from it. For me, building relationships was really what got me the career that I had as an actor, I've continued to have as a person uh, in the industry and in what I'm doing as a coach now, it is so important to learn how to stay in touch with people, how to connect with people, how to talk to people. And it doesn't have to be gross. It doesn't have to be fake. It doesn't have to be inauthentic. This course can help you figure out all of that. So make sure you check out the show notes, click the link below. So let's talk about a little bit of an update. What's going on with me. I, as you know, am sort of in recovery mode from having had our son. One second, I actually need to check the monitor and make sure he's not waking up because Steven is teaching a ballet class right now. And I want to make sure I'm kind of on daddy duty and recording a podcast at the same time. You can probably hear the music in the background. That's our life. I'm in the office coaching and Steven's usually in the living room teaching a private ballet class and then the baby's sleeping. It's been quite uh, an interesting four weeks. So he's four weeks old officially and um, he's very sweet, but learning how to help him get night sleeps and eat enough during the day so that we can start to train him to sleep at night, especially because we don't have the luxury, either of us as being freelancers, of having paid time off, of getting paid paternity leave, right? We both needed to be able to get back to work as soon as possible so we can continue to keep the lights on and keep food in his belly. On top of that, almost every single thing we've gotten for him was either a gift or we've gotten a lot of brand deals and partnerships as a part of Broadway Husbands. And if you've taken my creative visibility course, I talk all about brand deals and partnerships and with baby stuff, most of the time you don't get paid partnerships, you get um, gifted, right? So that basically means they give you the stuff and you can make content in exchange. And it's been fabulous. Like Hello Bello is a partner for us and we haven't had to pay for a single diaper. We haven't had to pay for a single bottle of formula. We didn't have to pay for a single bottle because Evenflow has partnered with us but what that's done is it has left us with a long list of content to create for certain brands. And um, it's a little overwhelming. I thought it was gonna be a little bit easier, but when you have a newborn, they really only sleep for like 
30, I'm sorry, for like two hours, they sleep like two hours on and then they're only awake for like 30 or 45 minutes before you have to put them back down again. It's really hard to get any flow or any consistency going, much less like sleep yourself. But now we've hit this four week benchmark, I feel like we might have crossed a little bit of a hurdle until, you know, something else, teething or, you know, all this stuff, learning a lot. So all that to be said, it's been a very, very interesting time to get ourselves kind of back in the game when it comes to our work. And that leads me to what I wanted to talk about today, which is networking. You know, I must have so many people who come to me when it comes to like even just writing a monthly email, which is something I encourage people to do. You should grow your email list. It's the number one tool that's going to help you grow your business, no matter what it is you're pursuing, is an email list because everyone's so hung up on social media, but your email list you own. You don't own your social media following. At any moment, that can be taken away. So a lot of times people are like, well, what do I say? I don't know what to write in this email. And it's because we overthink it. We forget that sometimes simple is enough, right? It's not about what you write. It's that you write something. And I have some clients, of course, who run the gamut of writing too much. They over explain. And then I have some clients who don't write enough. It's all in this sweet spot. It's also the same when we show up at in-person networking events, or now I think most everything is virtual. How, how do I network? How do I expand, right? Networking is really relationships. If we take the ick out of it, right? Networking is all about building relationships and relationships take two people. It's give and take. It's being able to hold your end of the bargain and stay in touch with people. And a lot of times, like, well, I met that person once, right? Especially with actors. Like, well, I auditioned for that person once. They never called me back. To me, I would always say, like, that's like going on a date with somebody and expecting them to marry you. That this, that's not how it works. You have to nurture relationships over time. But how do you do that? And how do you expand your network now, especially post-pandemic? So this episode, I'm going to give you some tools and tell you a little bit of stories around what I think is really helpful in building your network and how to like do it strategically without it feeling like a strategy, that it feels real and it feels authentic. Because honestly, that's something I've always been natural at is staying in touch with people and it doesn't have to be gross. So one of the first things I would suggest is starting by just making a list right? You need to keep track. What you don't write down, what doesn't get written down, doesn't exist. And writing down everyone you know that is somebody who can help you in in your industry or somebody who's you might even see as competition, which I always am encouraging people to shift that. If you think somebody, well, they're a competitor, why would I talk to them? They're not a competitor. They're a collaborator because their audience is is going to them for for similar things but you're not going to do it the same way that they do it right you might resonate better with some of their audience so understanding that there is no competition we're only in competition with ourselves creating a list of people you know people so i usually talk about your like kind of hot warm and cold list right your hot list are the people you already know who are the people that you could text today, call today that are that are in your industry that could support you and help you moving forward, right? Then your warm list are the people you might have met once, but you don't really have their phone number to text, right? And you want to create these 
lists. I usually have people do it in a spreadsheet uh, on Excel or, or Google Sheets. And then your cold list. Now this should be the shortest list. And your cold lists are the people you want to know. And I usually encourage people to target five, maybe five to 10 people that you want to be on their radar and start with these lists. Number one, now a lot of people are like, oh, oh my God, I'm going to reach out to these people. Like, no, I'm not telling you to reach out to people. I'm telling you to make a list. That's it. Don't get too far ahead of yourself. Okay. When you make these lists, what you usually end up realizing is that you know everyone you need to know to have the career you want. And that's the truth. You know everyone you need to know to have the career that you want. If only you stayed in touch with them. If only you showed up for them consistently. You know, I have this strategy. I helped an actor who really wanted to be working in the New York theater scene. And she had not been able to, she wasn't even equity. And our strategy was, okay, let's target five theaters that you want to work at five primary theaters you want to work at the artistic directors. Who are the artistic directors? Who are the casting directors? Let's make a, a list and focus on just those five theaters. Now, most of these theaters offer free events, free readings. They're doing seasons, right? They're doing go to shows. I would tell her go to shows during previews because when a play or a musical is being previewed, the artistic director and the director are most likely in the theater watching it because they want to make the show better before opening night. These, these are great networking opportunities. So you can go up to the artistic director or the director, you can say, congratulations, I love the piece. Or you can follow up. Hey, I loved meeting you last night at the preview of this play. And as, as I said, I'm an actor and I'd love to offer my services if you ever think it's a fit. And then you show up at their readings, their free public readings, and you say, hi, it's good to see you again. Loved it. you right. You just become what I would say is like on the TV show Cheers, which I'm definitely aging myself. You want to be the norm, right? Norm. Every time you walk in, everyone's like, ah, it's norm. You become this staple within those people's events and you become a fan basically, right? So you want to do a similar thing online. Let's say you, there are five or 10 leaders that you really want to be established with. You need to show up. Are, are you following them? Are you going to their events? Are you showing up and engaging, right? It feels like work, but it is work, but it also is so educational for you to see what their audience is looking for, what, what they're teaching, right? And maybe how similar you are. Um, don't get too bogged down here. You might even find that, oh, that's not somebody I want to be around at all. And that's okay too. So number one, follow accounts or attend online or in-person events that are relevant to your industry and make that a super tangible list, right? Don't get too long, right? There's a lot we can do, but focus on five organizations, people at a time. And once you've like gotten on the radar of one or they've hired you or you've been a podcast guest, you can X that off the list and just nurture that and add somebody new, right? Number two, don't be afraid to introduce yourself to people. Most people are actually really friendly. And one way to do that is in DMs, right? If you just reach out. I have communicated with so many people over the last few years through Instagram DMs that are, you know, have millions of followers and I've had them as podcast guests on my podcast, on probably husband's. 
And now, you know, when I go to LA or I go to New York or I even, even one friend has invited me to their wedding in September and we've never even met in person. We've only met through social media and real connections can happen if you are a person who is allowing that to happen. If you don't see everything as an exchange and you see it as a real desire to connect. Now, when you introduce yourself to people, the imposter is going to rage. They're going to say, who do I think I am? Why would they care? What if they reject me? That shit is real. But the imposter, if it doesn't show up, then I would actually be a little bit more concerned. Showing up for people and asking them, just, just saying, hey, I'm a fan. I love your work. I hope we can collaborate someday. Is all you have to say. And we can get really bogged down in, in the nitty gritty of that. But just saying I'm a fan, I'm a huge fan and you inspire me is enough, okay? Number three, get involved in groups, right? Or forums that are related to your industry, right? Facebook groups, which you know, most people are saying Facebook is dying out, but Facebook groups are not going anywhere. I have been in some Facebook groups and shown up on a weekly basis where I've met people who have helped me get more clients. They've helped me um, grow my following or like I said, if you're targeting a certain type of venue or theater, show up at say theater, it was the example, but let's say I'm trying to be on the radar of somebody who's an educator online, I show up at their public events and I comment, right? I follow up, I invite them to be a podcast guest. Showing up and scheduling it you know, in your calendar, making it a priority is how you start to expand. Because think about this, not only are you showing up for that person that you're targeting, but there's probably 1500 people or more already at that event who are also noticing you, right? They're also seeing your contribution to the conversation and what it is that you offer. Again, follow people, follow people and network with them on social media. One of the things I, I did is I turned on notifications for certain people's posts. So whenever someone makes a post, I turn the notification on so that I can be the first person to comment on that post. If they have 5 million followers and I'm the first person to comment, they're more likely going to click on my account, learn more about me and connect, right? Be a connector. This is number five, become a connector. It isn't always about what you can do, but how, who do you know that you could introduce that person to? You might see that they need help with a certain thing. Hey, I have a friend who does that certain thing. Let me connect you if you're open to it. That's such a generous way of showing up for people and showing how supportive you are, no matter if you think they're competition or not. Get rid of this idea of competition. There is no competition. You can help others. And in doing so, you put energy out into the world that will be returned to you tenfold, right? Number six meet up with people for lunch for coffee it's okay to just reach out and say hi you know there might be people that you've dropped the ball with and this is this is real there are people over the years that i feel like i dropped the ball things life happens it is so easy to reach out to that person and i i teach this recipe in my have talk shop course i call it the problem is the solution and this idea is that you know, if I, if I reach out to somebody and say, you know, I'm afraid, right? The idea of I'm afraid that they're going to be mad because I dropped the ball. Why don't I reach out to them and say just that the problem is the solution. Hey, I really am afraid 
that I dropped the ball and let you down. And I hope that we're still friends and I'd really love to meet up for coffee. Would you be open to that? That is such a beautiful and powerful way to connect and build that connection. But now, if you're gonna pick the ball back up, it becomes your job to keep it in the air, right? So be ready to continue to keep the ball in the air, right? Number seven, send handwritten thank you cards. You know, with actors auditioning all the time, I used to tell them, send a thank you card afterwards. And they'd be like, why, why? An audition is a networking event, right? Every time I meet somebody, I'm building a connection. And they're like, but what am I thanking them for? Well, when is it ever? I want you to think about this. When is it ever a bad time to hear thank you? People want to be thanked. They want to know that they're being valued. And so sending a thank you card is never going to go out of style. And I'll tell you what, most people don't send thank you cards, like hard thank you cards anymore. It's all email. So it can really help you stand out in a really powerful way. You know, after um, there was a production of Hairspray that I did where John Waters narrated it. And I remember the casting director actually said to me after opening night, you know, the reason we called you back was because I got a thank you card from you. And I remember thinking, nobody ever sends thank you cards anymore. And I got to do this amazing, amazing concert. Number eight, and this is the final tip I'm going to give you. And then, of course, I want to encourage you to check out How to Talk Shop. This course I put a lot of work into, and I know this mini course can help you no matter what your goal is, no matter your mission. Of course, it was built um, you know, on the back of being working with actors, but I know it helps creatives. I've helped many, many, many creatives break through this wall that we all have around how to network. And number eight is, Again, keep track of all the connections you make. Keep track of the people you know. It is so important to nurture relationships, but your network is going to expand. You're going to lose track. And so what I have clients do is we use simply the reminder app on Apple. And every time they send a connection to somebody or they either send a DM or an email, they go into the reminder app and they remind themselves to reconnect with that person every 90 days. So every 90 days, you get a reminder. This is what I get to reach out to these people and say hi. Right? Hey, I'm just thinking about you. That is enough. But if you're not keeping track of the people that you know, you're not actually treating these relationships with the respect that they demand, or you're not treating your industry and your career with the level of professionalism and real connection that it deserves. It is strategic to keep track of people, but it also is the only way to do it authentically because imagine how many times we've all dropped the ball on the people we know and how if we just stayed in touch, if we just stayed connected with those people, we can actually finally have the careers that we want. So hopefully this episode has helped you think through some things you can do today to start expanding your network. I'd love to know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or share this uh, episode, of course. And if you haven't left a review, please leave a review. That's how you help me build this podcast and get more listeners. It really helps me a lot. It means a lot. And I will talk to you in the next episode.